Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And the interesting news is that we have to change the name of the podcast because someone else has the term Retire with Confidence trademarked. So we are going to comply with the nasty gram cease and desist <laughs> letter that we got. And so yeah. we will no longer use the term Retire with Confidence uh, as our firm's tagline or mm -hmm. the name of the podcast. So. We're gonna tease the name uh, for maybe next time. Yeah, right. I think, I think that works. So make sure you come back next week. And after a long summer, right, we are committed to weekly, getting back on track weekly. Yeah, right. sounds good. We're gonna trust the, the plan, plan is what we're gonna do. Right, we yes, put together we the plan, we yeah. gotta follow it. We do. Gotta trust it. Plus the people, you know, they love seeing us pop in their inbox every week. I mean, our audience is craving this content. <laughs> they are. Big I time. mean, how many complaints have I gotten uh, for not updating weekly like, the, the like list, it's supposed to be? Yeah, the list is long. Yes, indeed. So I want to start with a couple fun things over the summer. Uh, you can see this uh, great picture of me wearing this <laughs> helmet. Uh, so we recently moved to Plymouth, as many of you may know, and my office, my house is one mile away from work, right? So guess what I get to do? Ride the scooter to work. Today is the first day. <laughs> And let's take a look at this helmet, okay? You didn't yeah, get the full. I was full. liking that. You got like the the eagle with the stars and stripes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? Absolutely. And you know what's nice about these shades? They like fold, they like. They came out of the helmet? Yeah, they come down. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, so look, if you're not watching, if, if you're listening in the car, that's great. But you know, there's a lot, of, it's a very visual podcast as well. So we'd like you to watch on YouTube yeah. and then smash the subscribe button, right? Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so I also like this shot here because, you know, the parking spots are 10 times bigger than <laughs> the moped, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there it is, right? Nice glistening like in that. the sun, yeah. right? The logo. Yep. Good thing we didn't put the Retire with Confidence logo oh, outside. Oh, yeah, that would have been trouble. Yeah, it would have been. Definitely. So anyway, um, anything fun to report over the summer? Oh man, um, you know, spent some time at the lake, spent some time uh, Cedar Point, you know, doing different things. How was Cedar Point? It was good. It was fun. Kids you go on Steel Vengeance? I did not. We kind of split up at different times, but um, I'm game for anything. And the older my kids get, the more they're game for. So. Yeah, we're getting pretty adventurous over there. There's not too much how, that the kids won't ride. How long were the lines? It wasn't, when we went, it was, you know, 30 minutes max for the pretty, good. For the pretty popular one. You know, the Steel Vengeance and those were pushing an hour, but hmm. like the other one, Millennium Force and stuff was 35, 40 minutes. That's pretty so good. Not pretty too good. bad. And we're also on the cusp of football season. There's actually some games this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure when this will be posted, but... We're right there on the edge of right. the season. So let's go through real quick the Michigan football schedule, okay? Because let's do it. it's really important to me. So the first week we have Colorado State at home. That's a win. Yeah, I think the spread's like 35. I'm gonna yeah. get, we're going to go, we're going to say win. The next game is Hawaii. That is the uh, second game. It's home, but it's night, night game. Night so game. that'll be cool. Okay. Uh, I don't think Hawaii's any good, so. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win, yep. Third game, Connecticut. I heard that they're like the worst team in all of football. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with a win there too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Maryland's at home. So that's the first four games. Maryland is fourth at home. Sounds last, like a 4 0 start to me. Yeah. Last year, we beat them like 58 to yeah. uh, 14 or something. 
I heard that they have a lot of good receivers, but I'm not too worried. They really never seem to give us much trouble. Yeah. And then we go on the road to Iowa. So is that a night game? It says TBA. So that's yeah, a whole different game at night than it is during a, the day. It's a trap at night. Yeah. yeah. It is. Even though we we like smoked them in the Big Ten game yeah. at night. When it's in Iowa it's City, something, yeah, yeah, at Kinnick. Kinnick is tough. We should go to that game. That would be cool. I would love it. Okay, and then uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say win. Okay, but if it's at night, I I get really worried. Okay, <laughs> you won't say it as confidently. Right, but I think we have a better team. Yeah. Um, but you know the better team doesn't always win. So okay, then at Iowa, I think we just did Iowa, right? I'm Indiana, sorry, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. Okay. That'd be another fun game to go to because it's like a low stress game. Yeah, yeah, middle of the season low stress would be nice. They did beat us in the COVID year, but I think they've fallen off again. Mm-hmm. And then home Penn State, you know that's the maze out game. All right, so Penn State's got usually home, so that should help. Yeah, at home we we usually we've been crushing them at home. Yeah, and then on the road we we won last year tight game. Yeah, but then we've been crushed. On the road as well. Right. Same thing. If it's a night game, I'm really worried. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but last year was a noon game. So. Yeah. And then, so I'm going to say we're going to win Penn State because it's at home. Okay. Yeah. I need to get on the board. And then Michigan State. Always tough, but I, I don't see it happening again. I think we can take them. I mean, I definitely think we can take them. I can't believe we lost the last we two years in a lost. row. Two in a row. Law of averages alone means we should uh, we should get them right. We were winning by 14 points <laughs> late know. in the third quarter. That was very painful. And we lost by like three, I think. Yeah. And they took away a touchdown. Because yeah. remember, there was a, a strip sack. Oh, Aiden yeah. Hutchinson fell on the ball in the end zone. Yeah. They reviewed it and said it was um, an incomplete pass, which is incredible. There was a couple of bad calls in that game, wasn't there? That That's the one I remember. Yeah. Then we got at Rutgers. I'm going to give us a dub for that. Mm-hmm. And then home Nebraska. They haven't proven that they're back yet. You know, they had a lot of hype in the last year, but they they lost, they lost all these so games last games. years. Yeah, they yeah. lost all these games by like crazy stuff. Yeah. And I rewatched that game the other night, mm-hmm. and we we started out like 14 nothing or something. Yeah. And then they came back, took the lead late. Right. And then we had that fumble recovery, <laughs> and then. And then salted it away, but we nearly lost that game. It's probably, but it won't. It shouldn't be as easy as it was, as it would appear, right? Based on record, they're they're a better team than the record yeah. played out. But it's at home as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give us a dub for that. Then we have home Illinois. They don't scare me at all, right? No. Nope. And then the game <clears throat> at Ohio State. Mm. And I was at the last game. We beat Ohio State in Columbus. Oh, so you're going again? I would never you're go the, back. You're the good luck charm. I would never go back. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous. It's like not safe. Hostile environment, huh? <laughs> I can handle myself, <laughs> but it's not safe. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My car was gone. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Gone. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, look, I think we're going to go undefeated. Call me a slappy. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I don't Let's see do why it. not. Let's run yeah. the table. Let's do it. And then we'll play like Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, one of those guys in the mm-hmm. championship game. That's funny. So Iowa, it's interesting because Iowa or Nebraska, we would have already played. So yeah, 
Maybe Wisconsin. Maybe Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the real topic today, after like ten minutes of <laughs> other stuff, is a personal finance columnist, uh, Medora Lee, published in the USA Today, and it's on different financial websites as well. Mm-hmm. It was today, right? I think it was. Yeah. She's saying, uh, "What should you do? Talk to a financial advisor or a wealth manager." Mm-hmm. So, what does that even mean? <laughs> that was that. Yeah, that's the reason I clicked the article because I thought, "Wow, what is the, what is the difference? What do they? How do they view a financial advisor different from a wealth manager?" Because I feel like in our industry, these terms get utilized, yeah, apparently incorrectly all the time. Well, I don't know if it's incorrect. I don't know <laughs> if this is like. A definition that she's proclaiming or if it's just her opinion right yeah so a um, couple things that she says took, took some notes here first of all I would bet like my IRA mm-hmm. <laughs> that that she doesn't have an advisor <laughs> okay yeah all right I'm Could just gonna be. throw that out there <laughs> you better be careful this goes viral and it comes back to her it's she pure might. speculation <laughs> <laughs> no offense either way but right. I mean it would just be like so natural that someone who doesn't have yeah. experience working with people in this area are writing it's about writing it. writing about it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. That's yeah. probably the way it goes. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna have some fun with labels in our industry and you know, what means what and mm-hmm. nothing's, it's just all, it's just all uh, for fun, okay? Mm-hmm. But we'll throw our, th- our thoughts in there too. Mm-hmm. So what she says specifically is, if you have a few hundred dollars, mm-hmm. You should visit an advisor to start a plan. A financial advisor. Hmm. A financial advisor to start a plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, if I have a few hundred dollars, you know, I want to pay my bills, right? Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that's done. But if I have a few hundred dollars to invest, I probably want to set up like a Roth IRA or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you don't really need an advisor to put a few hundred. And, and let me just say, we're in business, mm-hmm. okay? Right? Right. If you come to me and you want to put a few hundred dollars in a Roth IRA, let's just say $500, right? We will charge you 1%, which mm-hmm. is $5 per year. Do you think that that's a good business decision for us? So how many of these advisors mm-hmm. are going to talk to this guy? It just, yeah. you know, and build a plan, right? right. It's not really the way it works, right? So yeah. most commonly, someone like this would go to Ameritrade.com or Fidelity.com and... Self, some sort of self-service. Yeah, buy an index fund or something. Yeah. So I just find it peculiar that this is the lead of the article, right? right? <laughs> so it made me laugh. And then she says, but if you have several hundred thousand, you may need more, mm-hmm. okay? And so you may need individual investment management and advice, mm-hmm. which would qualify you for a wealth manager. Mm-hmm. That statement makes sense, right? Yeah. But, but also, a financial advisor would be helping in that circumstance too. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where the lines start to yeah, get where blurry. Yeah, right? where does the line get crossed? Right? Yeah, okay. So a wealth manager, according to the article, keeps an eye on your financial roadmap. To me, that's like updating the financial plan mm-hmm. every time we talk. Right. Right, and that, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about advanced tax management, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love tax management, okay? And I think that advisors should do it. Mm-hmm. Advanced, talking about advanced compensation plans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stock, stock options, yep, stock options uh, right. stuff like that. Um, charitable strategy, we just did an episode on that yeah. uh, last, QCDs, last time right? with, J, with JJ. Yep. 
uh, and legal considerations. Yeah, all these things, but no mention of like cash flow or insurance. Um, and presumably she meant retirement planning because that was part of the financial advisor, but presumably that would be inclusive of the wealth you manager as well. The wealth yeah. manager would do that. So these are the these are the big areas that a CFP covers, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, tax, um, legal, uh, ca cash flow, insurance, investing, tax. Did I say that? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I get that. But here's the thing: ninety-nine percent of financial advisors, wealth managers, whatever, if you call them up and say, can you help me with my taxes? Or if you look on their website and search out tax, what will they say? We're not, we're not a CPA, you know, we can't give tax advice. Specifically that, yeah. we cannot give tax advice. Right. And we are not a CPA, okay? Mm -hmm. But we are well versed in taxes. We're mm -hmm. not gonna file your taxes, but we know about tax strategy. Mm -hmm. And we always loop in our CPA, sure. especially if there's anything you know, difficult, but but uh, we're writing this article about advanced tax management mm -hmm. when we know in our experience that ninety nine percent of advisors won't even touch it. Yeah. So I found that peculiar, and the same mm -hmm. consideration, the same thing on the legal part, With right? We're not lawyers. Yeah. yeah, we're not lawyers. We don't write the will. We don't write the power of attorney. We don't, um, you know, give legal advice. Right. Okay. But we know what time it is. Right. Yeah, and your advisor better be competent enough to, to realize if your beneficiaries are designated properly and if the trust if there is a trust, is it named, you know, or is it owned by the trust and things like that. That's right. That's right. Um, so, you know, the implication of this article is that you start with an advisor and then you graduate up to a wealth manager. Mm -hmm. Right. But then she says, But be careful because some wealth managers market their business as financial advisors. Now it's like brain explosion, right? Right. So if you look on our website, it's right, the name of the firm is wealth management, right? Mm -hmm. However, I think, you know, in in various pages that we put up there, it, it might say financial planner mm -hmm. or financial advisor right. or whatever. And the truth is, you know, these names are all the same, okay? They really are. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's much of a difference between financial advisor, wealth manager, uh, whatever. I think they're all the same. It just, it just people call themselves different things, sure. right? And that's that's the thing. Mm -hmm. They do the same stuff. She kind of hit the nail on the head. They refer to themselves as financial advisors, even though they're a wealth manager, and maybe that's what we are. Mm -hmm. Wealth managers that refer to themselves as financial planners, right? Because that's that's what I would say first. Yeah, financial planner. That's yeah. That's how when people ask, you know, what do you do? Financial planner would be my go-to, but. Didn't remember we talked at one point about some marketing stuff and financial advisor was one of the more Googled terms than yeah. financial planner. Yeah, I think that's the case in terms of the consumer's mind and what they're instinctively yeah. thinking about in terms of the word financial advisor. But I think the consumer, and this is kind of like what this article is written to, is like helping people know who does what. But I think the consumer or the retail client uh, assumes that financial advisor does it all. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, well, not, not so fast. Mm -hmm. Financial advisor is for the guy with 300 bucks. Right, right. Um, they make reference to don't hire someone that's just licensed, mm -hmm. hire someone that has certifications. 
Okay. That, that's actually, I think, is pretty important. Yes. Because, I mean, you could be health insur life insurance licensed and sell people investment products, right? You can sell them an annuities that looks like investments, and that's, I don't know. I guess we could go back and forth on if, that, if they have the qualifications to <laughs> put together a financial plan based on that. Yep. I agree with that completely. So we like to focus on the CFP. Jim's a CFP. I'm a CFP. Preston passed the test and he will uh, be officially a CFP when his, uh, when the time, experience. yeah, he's got to yeah. get the experience factor, which will be next year. So, uh, you know, you want to work with a CFP, not just someone that has like a series seven. Um, mm -hmm. the series seven is required to, uh, to be licensed to make commissions and stuff and mm -hmm. place trades. Um, but you know, you want to have more besides that. What else? Oh, fees. So they talk about fee transparency and what is the advisor or wealth manager incentive? What are the incentives? Mm -hmm. So that's always really smart, right? To understand that. And sure. when we talk with new people, you know, we talk at length about our business model and why we think it's the best. Mm -hmm. You know, we believe that having a percentage flat uh, advisory fee um, with a discretionary model, mm -hmm. following the fiduciary standard, mm -hmm. with financial planning, all included in that percentage. Yeah, I think that that's no upfront, no commissions, no transaction charges, no penalty if you want to leave. Yeah. Right? We spend a lot of time talking about all that, all that stuff. Yeah, it's important, but it's a. I mean, it's clear. It's understandable. It's it's not convoluted with all these other things that you're mentioning. That's right. Um, so financial advisor, financial planner, wealth manager, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's CFP. I mean, yeah. people say, you know, in an elevator, what do you do? And like, well, I do financial planning. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting, I mean, it, it caught our attention because of the, the you know, the, the title of the article, but I think the takeaway is do you know what your advisor's doing? Do you know what you're, what they're capable of doing? Do they, you know, have the qualifications and everything? But are they going to give you legal and tax advice or point you in the right direction on those things? You know, or are they just there to sell you something? Couldn't have said it better myself. So in closing, if you see me riding up and down Ann Arbor Road or like through the village of Plymouth on the moped with the Eagle helmet, you know, you can, you know, honk the yeah, horn, wave, wave yeah. and, you know, tell your friends, hey, that's my advisor. That's my planner. That's my wealth manager <laughs> on, on the yeah, Honda. Your wealth manager. Yep. You got to say it properly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to uh, subscribe so you don't miss any of these weekly videos. Thanks again.